CHKT, Fairchild Radio. This is AM 1430, CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430, Fairchild Radio. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. And good morning, folks. It's a summer Saturday morning here, north of Toronto. How are you doing? The last Saturday of June. Cool August crack. It's mighty, isn't it? Great. <laughs> and you can tell that summer has hit Toronto. The traffic coming across that city is <laughs> atrocious, but the sun is shining and she's hot out. She's hot out, yeah. Sun oh, is splitting mighty. the trees. Yeah, it's mighty, mighty altogether. Good to have you back in the studio too. Yeah, seeing your oh, smiling face again. Good to try and get. We got to get some of the reclaim some of our listeners here, right? So <laughs> some of the ones I might have put off yeah. last week, is it? Yeah, it's, well, as soon as they hear my voice, I think uh, so, yeah, I think come. they'll stay. The right? sweet they, sounds of leash. They come <laughs> roaring back into listening. I might talk about leash a lot on this show, but I don't play a lot of leash music. That's for sure. Oh God, mighty! Oh, no, there's not. Uh, you were down Atlantic Canada last week. I was. Yeah, had a lovely time down in uh, Halifax. Lovely. A it's a great city, isn't it? The harbour. I did, yes. And uh, had, had a lovely time. Played golf at Glen Arbour there. That's where I was lovely. calling in from. Lovely course. I love it. With a good fellow by the name of Danny Butler. And um, But then I had a cruise at the harbour that evening and we drove past some of, or we, we, we took the boat past some of the, this part of the, uh, the, the city called The Arm. And they have the, uh, the, the houses. They're absolutely spectacular. Mm. 12, 15 million dollar homes Oh my there. goodness. Oh yeah. Wow. Who has that kind of money down There's there? There's money There's a lot down of lobsters in you have to sell for Canada. that. But uh, it's a gorgeous little town, I have to say. If you've never been to Halifax, folks, and you're in any way uh, Celtic, that's a good part of the world to be in. It now. is indeed. And I was down in Atlantic Canada this week too. I was in PEI, otherwise known as Prince Edward Island, to <laughs> our Irish listeners that may not know, because I had a few emails with some people saying I was in PEI, and they're like, what? <laughs> And Spons. it is a beautiful place and loads of Irish. I couldn't believe the amount of signs for Cayleys. There's that a right? Cayley every Thursday in this one place and a Cayley every Saturday in another place. And I ran into a lady from Cork who had just emigrated out there with her wow. family last August. Mm-hmm. Herself and her husband and four children from just outside of uh, where the Irish Open was played, a photo island. She said she could right. see the golf course from her house when she was living back and loves PEI and uh, her daughter who plays uh, the fiddle yeah uh, was always a wee bit kind of shy about playing it when she was in Ireland yeah but since she's gone to PEI she's like a (laughs) hero out there people just love her fiddle playing so anyway good stuff beautiful part (laughs) of the world and I played uh, lovely crowbush I was uh, sending you some nice pictures from down there gorgeous place down there but eating alive with black flies I was you have to be ready for that down there at that time of year so, uh, lots going on. Uh, football, hurling, yeah. soccer. Football, hurling, We'll take soccer. a bite out of this, will we'll we? We'll take a bite out of this one, yeah. The Hunger Games, they're calling oh, it now, right? Oh, my goodness. The World Terrible, Cup. Mr. Swan. Yes. What are you going to do about that fella? I mean, ah, that's, I that's atrocious. It is. It's yeah. terrible. But um, I thought it was well balanced, I have to say, and this is a, a great Irish story. I think... Um, uh, Samaras there, I think, oh, has really captured story. the hearts of the Irish people yep. with with his gesture to uh, invite that that young Celtic fan. That he pulled him out of the crowd, I guess, uh, when they won the the championship. Yes, Is that right? Ian um, Ian Neil Lennon yeah. gave him his the medal. Yeah, and uh, young Jay from Armagh, uh, yeah. yeah, pulled him out of the crowd and brought him out on the pitch for celebrations. Yeah, and then uh, I've actually posted this, folks, on our website, right on the news. Oh, uh, if you want to just go in there and uh, and just uh, click on that link and you'll see Samaras and this that's young fantastic. boy just so excited for Sammy, Sammy. Score yeah, it that's and, right. Uh, yeah. Scores the penalty for Greece. So good luck to Greece now. Good luck to Greece. Yeah. They, uh, I think Costa Rica they play now, so yeah, they have a chance. Grim, uh, one of those tight. minnow, uh, or one of those countries, I suppose minnows in the context of the World Cup, not expected to do that well, but they'll be going into the next round. One of them will anyway. One is right. Um, so uh, what, what else is going on here on the GAA scene? Um Galway Kilkenny today is the match of the weekend. Has to has be. Has to be. Yeah. Um, and uh, I watched some of that. It, it was on the. Um, it was on the. What's the channel now? It's the Sportsnet channel. 
Sportsnet one. Is it that one? Ten, ten points up with about six oh minutes to go. Goodness. Galway came back. Even the oh. commentators were like, "That's ah, all. It's done." Yes. Oh, something else. Another, nice to see uh, them. A massive ma- uh, match last week was the Cork Tipperary game. Yes, football game. Yeah. Boy, Tipperary had them on the ropes. They, had them. they yeah. almost did it. Yeah. But uh, the uh, substitute Walsh, I think, was his name, came on and scored a yeah. a bunch of points there and. Uh, Cork, I'll tell you, huh? Got through. They Living got through. By the skin of their teeth. And yeah. my boy, Schligach. Good first half, although they had a lot of wides and uh, hung in there with Galway, but in the end, Galway yeah. ran away with it. So. so, just so you know as well, yeah. the draw for that thing is on Monday. Yes, it is. And there is a chance that Leash could play Sligo in the next round. There Wouldn't is a chance. Some, we might have to go back for that game. We, <laughs> we would, yeah. Pack the bags. Huh? We're coming home. We go back for it. We'd get a game if we go back. <laughs> they bring us on. You're um, right. And uh, uh, Waterford are also playing Leash today. Um, you know, I know a lot of people aren't in favour of all of the games that are played, um, all the, what the, the games that the back door kind of represents. But isn't great to see Leash still hurling at the end of June. I think it's nice. And Waterford, I'm telling you, they'll give Waterford a good run. You think so? They don't know. They they have never, they haven't played each other. They, they won't know each other. They won't. So we'll give it a go. They'll anyway. know each other by the end of the game, though. They will, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they'll. Uh, I, I think, I think Waterford might just have you today. But anyway, sure luck. Good luck to you. Anyway, I'll be, I'll be cheering you on. Cheddar Plunkett one time said uh, I was playing in goals for Abbey Leaks and he was playing full forward and he came up to me and it was my second game playing for Abbey Leaks and he says to me I'd say a Vic you'd stop a lot <laughs> that's what he says to me I was like 17 standing in the goals right <laughs> straight in he was playing for Leash at the time I'd say oh, a, I'd say a Vic you'd stop a lot he says to me <laughs> scared the living daylights out of me uh, brilliant well uh yeah, so lots, uh, lots of stuff happening, and uh, another. There's another really nice story actually. Um, the Sligo Rovers, of course, have their new manager, John Coleman. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. You, hey, you yeah, didn't no, get the but, job. but yeah. come here. Yeah, I didn't get the job. No, I, I turned it down in the end. It wasn't enough for me. But on Coleman, yeah, there's a great story. Uh, Paul Rudd, the actor, uh, you know, from from the Hollywood big Hollywood movies. He he was on Letterman. Yeah. And he was telling a story about his visit to Donegal. Oh, right. Yes, yes. And neither he or Letterman could say Donegal properly. But yeah. anyway, uh, a great story Donegal. where uh, he had got, when he was he was promoting the Anchorman movie. Yeah. And he was over in Ireland. They gave him an Irish uh, soccer jersey. Right. 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 And on the back, they'd put <laughs> number two, Rudd. And uh, anyway, he's, uh, he's on Letterman. He's telling a story that he had gone back for some stag or some wedding and I was in Donegal, and they were in Killybegs of all places. And he had brought, he had packed the jersey for his trip, but he thought, ah, I'm going to be, you know, a bit of an agent now if I wear this thing. <laughs> and about uh, five pints of Guinness in, he decides he'll go out to the car and put the uh, the jersey on. And he comes in with number two Irish jersey, Rudd on the back. <laughs> and of course, people in Donegal are like, hey, who's your man here with the jersey? Number two. <laughs> so he's not getting this at all. But he goes out for dinner anyway with a few people that he has. And in comes, he gets this massive shove in the back. And it's Seamus Coleman's dad. And he said, there's only one man who wears number two in this town. <laughs> it's my son, Seamus, right? <laughs> so anyway, it's good. It's a good, good clip. story. We'll have to post that clip up on, uh, on, on YouTube, on, on our website. So you'll uh, tune into that. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Good. Um, uh, we've got a couple of call-ins today, right? We do. We have a few call-ins. The ambassador. Yes. If he remembers. Yeah, Ray Bassett is going to call in. hope he's listening now, right, yeah. to that comment. I this bet he the, will. This he, is the ding ding he, alarm. This is the alarm, yeah. And then and, we've got uh, um, Charles Foster will be calling in. Yeah, very and, good. And uh, young Barry O'Connor from County Kerry will be giving us the GEA report. There were some big games at the park last. I can't wait to hear the can't wait to hear the scoop over there. And he's out at uh, he's out at St Mike's Golf Tournament today. They've got a gorgeous day for that. And of course, if you love a parade, there's a big Canada Day parade uh, happening in the city on Tuesday, and there's a lot of Irish people involved in that. Brian Horgan and Maureen Walsh and Bridie Murphy. They're all sending us emails about that. So we'll fill you in on that a little later on. All right. Have you got good music lined up today? I have probably the best music that we could ever have. Um, I'd say it's a historic day today. Yeah. Really? From a music standpoint. Oh, my God. Anyway, yesterday, the kids got out of school. I, I never saw kids as happy in my life yeah. as, you know, kids coming out of school. Thrilled. Remember the day? They're thrilled. Huh? Thrilled, yeah. So anyway, uh, here's the Chieftains and uh, School Day's Over. School Day's 
getting your pit boots on. On with your sock and the moleskin trousers, it's time you were on your way. Time you were learning the pitman's job and learning the pitman's pay. Come on then, Jim, it's time to For 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and P.J. O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub at Atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416 815 7562. Well, before we head off to Ottawa and get the news from Ireland with Desmond, uh, there was no. people out with their Shazam app and they're saying <laughs> the Chieftains. School day is over. Let the abuse begin, lads. Didn't huh? sound like the Chieftains. I'll Didn't sound that. like the Chieftains. Did anybody out there sound? Did that sound like the Chieftains? I, th- I thought they were from Dublin, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it was the Dubliners. All right. right. Okay. I was just keeping you on your toes. I'm glad okay. you're listening because right away, you know, I wanted to make sure you're listening to my music and to what I'm saying. You need to be in the studio more often. <laughs> yeah, way too long. That's clearly, clearly, I do. All right, <laughs> off to Ottawa with the news from Ireland with Desmond Devoy. Good morning, Desmond. 
Good morning, lads. Sounds like you're having great crack in the studio there. And uh, hello, folks. Desmond Foy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Well, just weeks after being re-elected under the Fianna Fáil banner, Ireland South MEP Brian Crowley has been kicked out of his party, leaving it without a sitting MEP in the European Parliament. The decision was made after Crowley surprisingly jumped ship from the Alliance of Liberals and Democrats in the Strasbourg, France-based parliament to the more Eurosceptic European Conservative and Reformist group. Party leader Michal Martin said that the grouping contained elements which are, quote, racist, xenophobic and homophobic and overall anti-European Union, but added that Crowley could rejoin the party if he left the Conservative group. The parliamentary party kicked Crowley out on Tuesday. Well, the last time Martin McGuinness and Peter Robinson darkened the doorway of Crumlin Road Prison in Belfast, they were, as the term goes, guests of Her Majesty. This time out, however, the Deputy First Minister and First Minister of Northern Ireland, respectively, were the ones doing the hosting to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. She could not have found two more experienced guides to take her around the premises, joked Robinson, who served time at the jail for three short periods after joining protests against the 1985 Anglo-Irish Agreement. McGuinness spent six weeks at the jail in 1976 when he was on remand over charges of IRA membership. The Queen and Prince Philip visited the jail as part of their three-day visit to the north. The jail is now a museum drawing 200,000 visitors each year and is the home of a new, also a new distillery. She also visited St. George's Market in the city centre, Belfast City Hall and Hillsborough Castle. She also commemorated Irish soldiers who served in World War I at Coleraine, laying a wreath at the memorial there and dropped in on a taping of the Antiques Roadshow. She also visited the set of the popular drama Game of Thrones, which is filmed in the north and spoke to the cast, but resisted the urge to sit on the throne as she has one of her own back in London. This is the Queen's 21st visit to Northern Ireland, but for the first time since the late 1960s, Buckingham Palace has released details of the Queen's itinerary ahead of time, showing just how much things have changed. In fact, so comparatively lax was security that a lad was able to grab a selfie with the Queen at the market in Belfast. Finally, for most this week, is nothing sacred? Parishioners at the Good Shepherd Roman Catholic Church in Belfast were incensed by a raunchy music video released this week, which saw a young couple making out and simulating sex scenes right on the altar. The video was shot in the church on South Belfast Ormu Road for London DJ Wilkinson's song Half Light and featured Irish actors Joanna Nixon and Dermot Noyes. The video, taken in its entirety, is supposed to show a Protestant and a Catholic hooking up after meeting in a club. The rest of the video also features some sights of Belfast, as well as drunk driving and dancing atop a mountain, according to the Belfast Telegraph. Director Aoife McArdle was given permission to film in the church, but priests Father Patrick McKenna and Father Robert Fullerton were said to be horrified when they saw the video and asked that the scenes be removed. A statement from the Down and Connor Diocese called, quote, the behavior in the video a desecration of the church and caused most grievous distress to the parish priest. The song was released on June 1st and has already reached 25 on the UK charts. Well, this week in Irish history was a busy one. June 26, 1938, Douglas Hyde, one of the founders of the Gaelic League, is inaugurated as the Republic of Ireland's first president. On the same day in 1991, the Court of Appeals overturns the sentences of the Maguire Seven. On June 25th, Irish nationalist Erskine Childers is born in London. He later wrote The Riddle of the Sands, smuggled arms to Ireland on the Asgard, and died fighting in the Civil War. On June 27, 1846, Irish Home Rule champion Charles Stuart Parnell is born in Avondale, County Wicklow. On the same day in 1963, U.S. President John F. Kennedy visits his ancestral home in Dungannstown, County Wexford, where his great-grandfather was born. On the same day in 1922, the Irish Civil War begins when General Michael Collins orders Irish Free State forces to bomb the four courts in Dublin to force out anti-treaty forces. And on June 23, 1959, Sean Lamas becomes Taoiseach following Eamon de Valera's election as President of Ireland. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. News is brought to you by our good friends at Aer Lingus, now offering you direct daily service from Toronto to Dublin. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Keolagus Crack. Uh, Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slan go foil. Command Desmond, thanks very much. Aer Lingus, Ireland's airline, now flying daily from Toronto to Dublin with connections from over eight Canadian cities. You can now enjoy Aer Lingus's legendary Irish service, all at a very welcoming price. Fly from Toronto to Dublin on select dates in November and December. 
from $699 round trip. There's great fares to Britain and Europe. They're also available if you book by June the 30th at aerlingus.com. Fares are round trip. Air transportation charges, taxes and fees are included and some restrictions apply. Wonderful. And a couple of results, just to let you know. Uh, Carlo have beaten Waterford in the Senior Football Championship qualifiers by one point, 17 points to 113. Dear McDonnell be delighted. Oh, he'll be clicking Dr. his heels Cullen today. Park, there'll be pints flowing in Tully's right downtown in Carlo there. And uh, Tyrone uh, and Loud, no contest here. That was seven points to six at one stage. It's finished two goals and 21 points to 10 points oh my now, lord so that's some thumping all together uh, Kevin our uh, goal up on Westmead 1-8 to 8 points so very keep, good keep and you up to uh, date swing and other kinds of sticks uh, golf our, our lads from uh, Ireland are doing quite well over there in the BMW Shane Lowry is uh, tied for 14th he's 3 under today at 12 under he's only 3 shots back excellent good and uh, young Michael Hoey is uh, 3 shots further back at 9 under but the boys good. are giving us good representation there so keep her lit keep her lit that's it lads anyway here um, here's a great band called The Cores are you sure and Runaway I'm absolutely positive on this one <laughs>
Breakfast team welcome you to the Irish Shabeen Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabeen has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabeen can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabeen is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. All right, very good, folks. Well, on the line, we have a very special guest. He's going to give us a bit of an update on things. Mr. Charles Foster, a very cade meal of falsity. How's it going this morning? Listen, uh, good morning, gentlemen, to you too. And I know that you have some luminaries on the phone that are waiting to have something to say to you. Uh, and I just, if I might, go directly, cut to the chase and talk very briefly about the history of St. Michael's Cemetery, which is what we're discussing, uh, what is happening there, and uh, what Steve Whelan and I are in the throes of doing to try and rectify it. So if I may, with your uh, agreement, I'll just carry on, Ken. Oh, please, ahead there, Charlie. Please do, yeah. Charlie, yeah. Who's that, Mark? It is indeed. God bless you. Well, very briefly, lads, St. Michael's Cemetery was, a, it was affiliated with St. Michael's Cathedral. It was opened in 1855. Now that is six years after the official end of the famine back home, and it is 12 years before Confederation of Canada. So it is a historic site regardless of what side of the fence you're on. And it is a trove of information on the persons who died, bearing in mind most of them were survivors of the famine. They weren't just buried at St. Paul's, they were also there. So. It is a huge part, a significant part of the fabric of the history of Canada and, of course, the Irish diaspora. And, of course, it's a trove of information on the records there, you know, days born, dates died, where they came from back home and so on and so forth. However, 29,000 people are interred, interred in that cemetery, so it's a consecrated and sacred place. But... After, I don't know how many years, I guess 30, 35, or 40 years ago, depending on who you talk to, it was closed, it was fenced, and it was locked. And that was the end of it. All of a sudden, some of the local residents there, lads, decided it was an ideal to have a leash-free run area for their dog or dogs. So those who abutted and their fences were part of the boundary merely cut gates and got access and egress and let their dogs run free. So, <clears throat> as you can well imagine, it, <laughs> the villains of the piece, though, are not just those people. It is the local residents who routinely and regularly cut holes in the chain link fence, roll the chain link back inside to get access to our cemetery. They then pull up, uproot the no dog sign or no playing sign, etc., etc., and toss it in, in, in the shrubbery, where we now also have builder's rubble, glass frames, uh, grass cuttings from their yards, tarpaulins, you name it, it is there. It's an absolute disgrace. So we have uh, Steve and I, and sometimes I wonder why he doesn't have apoplexy, because he can see what's happening every day. But we... I had a meeting arranged for last Thursday morning with a city councillor and the head of the Catholic cemeteries. Well, it didn't take place, but Steve has managed to have it um, arranged for next Friday morning, and we're going to meet with this councillor, who shall be nameless for the moment, and this luminary from the Catholic Cemeteries Commission. We'll listen to what they have to say, then we will let them listen to what we have to say, and then we'll decide on where we're going to go from there. So that, in a nutshell, encapsulated, is where we are 
what is happening and what the history is. Fair play to you, Charlie, uh, yourself and Steve, for taking up this cause. Absolutely. It's very important. And as I've chatted with both of you uh, off air, and uh, you know, no one would want any of their buried dead to be trampled on like this. Absolutely, and, uh, absolutely. So, it's a disgrace. Uh, and it's not just Irish heritage; it's Canadian heritage. Of course, it's, it's sacrosanct. But listen, I, I know you, you've got calls lined up, but I will leave you with just a little bit of a smile. My traveling companion, uh, Brendan Rossiter, uh, told me now with my summer haircut, <laughs> he said, you have a wonderful face for radio, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, at, we all know you're a man on stage all the time, Charlie. Absolutely. So, uh, God help me. So, Very eloquently delivered there, Charlie, in that. Well, Cork, Mark, I, I'm Cork, not sure you need something like or this from the to put it on paper and let people read it at their leisure and understand the implications. But thank you both for giving us the time. Good man. You're welcome. And, and rest assured, Steve and I will look after it. And right on our website, as you know, Charles, at SaturdayIrishRadio.com are the phone numbers for any of these, uh, the Catholic Diocese and... Uh, Mount Catholic Hope Cemetery, Cemetery and uh, your number and Steve's number if people want to get involved and help you out or have connections anywhere to get this thing straightened out. All the phone numbers are there on our website. Well, so. connections would be very, very well. We would be blessed to have somebody with connections. Fair play to you. Thanks a million for coming on. Thanks, God Charlie. Take care. All right, Charles. Bye-bye, lads. Bye-bye now. Very good. Good man, Charlie. That's great. Himself and Steve doing the work of many right there. Absolutely. Hey, listen, um, your mammy is, uh, she kind of listening in? You know, she listens in every week, right? Yeah, yeah. But today she is a little friend there, her sister. Yeah. How's Maureen today? I hope she's doing well. What would they be talking about now, the neighbours? and uh, Would they be gossiping or would they hair. be having They'd intelligent... They'd be talking about hair. They'd be doing each other's hair, hair now. <laughs> <laughs> and the quality of the tea. Where they'd be going later. Yeah, all right. I'd say there's no biscuit going around there too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I'd love to get over there and um, love to get over there now. Oh, one of these that days, kitchen, into gonna, that kitchen. we'll do the show from that kitchen one of these days. I'm telling <laughs> I you. think we will. Yeah. I think we will. We'll get Marlon on there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a good segue into this song here. It's the Saw Doctors, and uh, so was it Maureen? Maureen. There Maureen Devaney. Maureen Devaney and the mommy is there. And the mommy is out well, there. Well, I hope we meet again. I haven't met them yet, but in terms of your mommy, anyway, here's a song called "I Hope We Meet Again." Cheers. the best you'd ever heard and you tell me that he couldn't watch violence cooked by men when all is quiet throughout the land I hope you meet again I hope you meet again I hope you meet again his feelings were Sure, though it left without a single word, it's better in the end. Cause there are no words to say goodbye. I hope you meet again. I hope you meet again. I hope you meet again. Well, I never even met him, but I know. Something there between us Stands in both our ways When all these things are sorted out I hope we'll meet someday
You tell me of his interests How he loved the sound of trains Whenever you hear that whistle It's calling out his name All the lonely years you suffered Remembering back when The days seemed so much longer I hope you meet again 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 Welcome home. We know that getting started in a new country can be overwhelming. Let us help open the door to your new start. If you've been in Canada for three years or less, the Scotiabank Start Right program is for you. This simple package can help you get started, whether you need to establish your credit, a banking solution for your daily life, or financial advice to plan for your dreams. Start right here. Visit us today in branch, online, or call. You are richer than you think. Scotiabank. All right, very good. And a message from our friends, the Galway Arms, located at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. They invite you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city and also feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. So drop in to see the Keane family or call them at 416-251-0096. Or, of course, you can visit them at www.galwayarms.ca. And, of course, the Galway Arms is also Toronto's home of Gaelic Games. Patty will be open down there today as well. Cider and Guinness and everything will be flowing down there. Anyway, there's a couple of games on there. Get down there for 2 o'clock today. Uh, the Ulster GAA Football Championship. A marvellous tilt between Armagh and Monaghan. You have relatives on, in Monaghan. Monaghan. And a big shout out to Henry actually. It was his birthday this past week. So oh, come okay. on Monaghan. Come on Monaghan. Right. Uh, and then on Sunday, uh, tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, it all kicks off. Leinster GAA Football Championship. Kildare versus Meath that'll be a great game as well and then followed by that at 11 o'clock will be Wexford against Dublin your lads Jay are out tomorrow the dubs they'll be fancied in that one there's no doubt about it Leinster final Leinster final Dublin versus Wexford oh who's going to be in yeah Kildare or Meath Meath probably yeah Meath and Meath will give them a run Ah. something about uh, there's something about Meath that scares them a little bit you know good Okay, we're going to kick off with a bit of music here. Um, All right, well, look, last week now we uh, had a very important uh, request to come through and uh, for a, a young lady out there in Rexdale, and I hope she's listening in this week, we, we played a very special request. Her friends, in fact, it's her goddaughter, Catherine Fahey, over there in London, England, just outside of London, and her husband, Vincent, were out recently to visit Anne Doran. And Anne listens into the show every week. And Good we played this girl, request man. last week for... Except last week she missed the show. What? Huh? Can you believe that? Her son booked an eye exam or something like that for her. And she missed the show and missed the request. So we promised that we would play this request again. Because Anne is such an avid listener to the show. And uh, Anne is from Galway. And she's out here 56 years. And... Uh, Catherine and Vincent definitely want to get this uh, this request played, and she loves Paddy Riley and the fields of Athen Rye, and uh, as I mentioned last week, Anne uh, lost her daughter Nora to a seven-year battle with cancer, and uh, we feel for you, Anne, on that. But we hope that this will bring a little bit of smile to your face. Here's Paddy Riley and the fields of Athen Rye. By a lonely prison wall I heard a young girl calling Michael, they have taken you away For you stole Trevelyan's corn So the young might see the morn our prison ship lies waiting in the bay. Low lie 
Latin rhyme Where once we watched the small free birds fly Our love was on the wing We had dreams and songs to sing It's so lonely round the fields of Atten By a lonely prison wall I heard a young man calling Nothing matters, Mary, when you're free Against the famine and the crown I rebelled, they cut me down Now you must raise our child with dignity Low the fields of Athenry Where once we watched the small free birds fly Our love was on the wing We had dreams and songs to sing It's so lonely round the fields of Athenry She live and hope and pray For our love in Botany Bay It's so lonely Round the fields of Athenry Though the fields of Athenry Where once we watched the small free birds fly Our love was on the wing We had dreams and songs to sing It's so lonely Round the fields of Athenry All right, good stuff. Fields of Athenry. And here's a man who's probably, yeah, he's from not too far from Athenry there, a Kerry man. How are you doing, Barry? Here to give us a little bit of banter about last week's Gaelic Games. How are you doing today? Uh, not too bad, no, it's all uh, just sitting up here. At, uh, I'm actually at the St. Mike's Golf Tournament today up here in Bolton. We're at Callanan Woods. It's an absolutely beautiful day up here so far. So Lovely. It's a day for the, the Factor 50 and all that goes with that. So. <laughs> keep, keep that white pasty skin. Every 50 oh, minutes God. you have to put it on, you know that, right? <laughs> is it no good to leave it in the bag no 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 no. I, I, that's maybe where I'm going wrong so oh yeah put it all over the whereabouts in Kerry are you from by the way uh, I'm right on the Cork Kerry border pretty close to Killarney it's a small little village called Bally Desmond ah right very good very good almost a rebel it's a fairly contentious area though so yeah. the village is actually technically in Cork but I'm on the on the right side of the bridge so I I, I got Barry, uh, uh, indulge me here for a second. I, I got to, and it was around nineteen eighty nine. I was hitching from um, I was hitching from Kilorglin down to Dingle, 
and I got oh, stuck in this. I was with another fellow who was from a place called Liz Troy in Kerry, and we oh, got yeah, <laughs> we got stuck in this town called Enniskall, and uh, <laughs> a fellow pulled up to give us a to, to give us a lift, and um, he said, "Do you play football?" We said, and we had just come from this colleges game. The two of us were actually at the top of our game at the time. And he said, we've, we've a junior A game and we're stuck for players. Would you play, right? <laughs> so we said we'd be happy to. So we went in and the fellow I was playing with, James Courtney was his name. He scored like 1-7 for oh. playing in the first half. <laughs> and I was playing full back. Ah, we had a great time. Anyway, they gave us the, the, the boots and the jerseys and everything. And they took us off at halftime. They had the game in the bag and they drove us to Dingle. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. That's a yeah. great story. Illegal. We were illegal. My name was Joe oh. Flaherty in the game. <laughs> we wouldn't know anything about illegal players over here in Toronto no, at all. We don't. We don't uh, oh, yeah. Yes, here we go. Here we go. What's the scoop anyway? What happened last weekend there? Well, last week, like every weekend so far, it's been an absolute bumper weekend last weekend. Uh, we started off on Saturday afternoon on 6 o'clock. The, the ladies made the trek down from Ottawa to play a couple of games over the weekend. On Saturday, they played the St. Pat's game. Well, they played St. Pat's on Saturday evening on 6.15. Yep. It was a beautiful evening for a game of football. Uh, the girls from Ottawa came out. They didn't. It didn't look like they had. A, they were just after a five-hour journey from Ottawa. That's for sure. In the first 15 minutes, they blasted out of the gates. And after, like I said, after about 15 minutes, they were one nine to zero points up. But after that, St. Pat's finally kind of got into the game a small bit, and they were at halftime. They were getting a bit closer. In the second half, it started off again fairly close. Uh, they were trading points back and forth. But towards the end of the game, St. Pat's, their little bit of fitness was showing. Uh, but they just kind of ran out of time in the end. And the final score was St. Pat's 3-5 and Ottawa 1-14. So it was a three-point win for Ottawa. Wonderful. Uh, on to keep with the ladies, the ladies continued again on Sunday. The big matchup of the day on Sunday with the ladies was uh, the Durham versus St. Mike's. Uh, Durham, again, proved, I think, on the day that they are definitely the strongest ladies team in, in the city and they're the team to beat at the moment. They had a fairly uh, convincing win over St. Mike's. It was 5-14 to 2-2 for St. Mike's. I have to apologise because there was one ladies game that I don't have the score for. It was Ottawa's second game. They played Brampton on Sunday evening. Uh, I wasn't able to get the score for that at the moment, but uh, anyone who's looking for that information, it should be up on the website by, I would hope, by tomorrow. So if you go on to torontoga.com, all our schedules and uh, scores and pictures and news and pictures and everything like that are up there. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, To go on to the the men's uh, side of things then, we had one game that was uh, postponed on Saturday or on Sunday. It was the Gales versus Vincent's intermediate game, but the, the Gales versus Vincent's uh, senior game did go ahead, and uh, Mark would be fairly happy with this. It was a, a fairly solid victory for the Toronto Gales. It was 3-16 to the Gales and 2-4 to Vincent's. Uh, it's a, a very big win. I know that Vincent's wow. struggling with maybe one or two injuries, but uh, if anyone's paying attention to uh, football that's been going on here so far for the summer, the Gales look like the team to beat on the men's side of the things. They're oh. very strong, very fit, and they're fairly committed. So. Music to my ears, Barry. Music <laughs> to my ears. They're they're looking very strong, I must say. Oh, there's a uh, bit of my DNA in that cup. We need to get more Gales' DNA in it. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the year. Be, I, I hope. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I hope Pats get there, but uh, you never know. This could be the year for the Gales. All right, very good. Uh, the second and final men's game of the day on Sunday was St. Pats versus St. Mike's. Uh, this was a, another great game. It was very, it was nip and tuck the whole way. St. Pat's started off very strong. They were one three to two points up after about fifteen minutes. But uh, like kind of the like I said last week, St. Mike's do have that bit of experience and they've been playing together for a bit longer. So they kind of in the end they were able to, to, to grind out the victory. And it was the final score was St. Pat's one eight and St. Mike's fourteen points. All right, uh, that's okay. all the GA from. Totally. Not too bad. The, yeah. Who's in your foursome uh, so, there, Barry? Sorry? Who's in your foursome there? I'm not sure. My, I'm Sean Morley is waiting outside the car for me at the moment, and we've yet to go in. And uh, I've seen people walk around. We haven't registered yet. We just arrived. All right. Well, check your. Uh, better watch your wallet there with him around, I, just so you know. I, I think whoever. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is whoever's going to get me is going to have a, a long day of. <laughs> just lots of sun, lots of sunscreen on the nose. Get the sunscreen. The nose <laughs> is always the part that's missed. All yeah. the nose and the ears. The ears. I'm ready to go. And the back of the legs. Don't forget that, because when you pull up the socks, then on Sunday. Be burnt, good man, Barry. And uh, I must say, you've done fair as well without Claire holding your hand there today. Yeah, I was, I was nervous now without her. She, you should be she proud of yourself. Very good, to keep me on the track. So, 
should be very proud of yourself. Very good. Absolutely well done. Bad at all. I just uh, just so let everyone know as well that uh, obviously there's no football this weekend being the long weekend. Yes, okay. But uh, the following weekend, I'll, I'll, we'll be able to talk about it next weekend, but the uh, championship is starting the following weekend, so wow, okay. we're starting Already. to gear up. Brilliant. Well done, Barry. Very well good. done, Barry. Hit well, him straight okay. today. Thanks very much technical. All right, Slan. All right. Cheers, very good. Good man, Barry. And uh, what I might do here is just give you the Kempfil travel yes. ad. The folks at irishtravel.ca and Kempfil Travel will be closed on Monday and Tuesday to make it a truly long Canada Day weekend. And of course, they'll be back in action at 9 a.m. on Wednesday morning, um, July 2nd, to look after your travel needs. So they want to take this opportunity to wish all of our listeners a good health and happiness and their customers over the Canada Day and beyond. And that uh, they can match all web fares for direct flights to Ireland from all, with all four carriers plus offer value-added features. And you can book air transit product including Toronto to Dublin flights online with Irish Travel with irishtravel.ca and kempfeltravel.com email info at irishtravel.ca or info at kempfeltravel.com or of course you can for- call them at 416-489-2424 or long distance 1-800-668-2958 that's celebrating 25 years in 2014 that's a message from our folks at Kempfel Travel very good. And funny man PJ Gallagher is doing his Canadian tour and it's only for one night. Bookyourgigs.com are presenting him at Second City. So why not treat yourself to the perfect Sunday night in Toronto? Catch one of the funniest comedian uh, Irish comedians around. And it is, as I say, only one night. The legendary Irish comedian PJ Gallagher live at Second City on Sunday, August the 3rd. And you don't even have to worry about work the next day because it's a long weekend. So come on down to Second City for tickets. Call 416-343-0011 or you can go to secondcity.com. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. All right, folks, here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events for the last day of June, Saturday the 28th. And as we mentioned off the top, everyone loves a parade, so why not go down to Toronto and enjoy the Canada Day Parade at 11.30 a.m. on Tuesday. There's going to be lots of musicians, dancers, and Ireland will have its own fine contingent down there. Brian Horgan had sent me an email. There'll be actually free hot dogs and burgers and pop and all that jazz. So go on down to Toronto and uh, catch that out. I've got all the details on our website, and you can give Brian a call at 416-203-8808. He wants to invite all our listeners down to enjoy that day, and you can bring your flags and everything. You can even march in the parade. Images of Ireland at the Agora Cafe, located at 3015 Dundas Street West, which is just east of High Park. And that is our man Smitty. All his images are out there. I've even put a couple of teasers on our website for you to take a look at some fantastic photographs. And you can go to agoracafe.ca to find out about all of them. And a very special night is happening on Sunday, July the 27th. Stan, Donah- Stan O'Donoghue and the Kyoltas are putting on a night in memory of our pal Eamon. It's all happening at the Galway Arms, 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. There'll be non-stop music, dancing and the crack, just the way Eamon liked it. You can give Stan O'Donoghue a call at 905-276-5343 or Ina O'Brien at 416-267-5620. And don't forget about those Irish camps. They've all started are starting on July the 21st in Toronto West at the Montgomery Inn in Toronto East from August 11th to the 15th in Hamilton at the Museum of Steam and Technology from July 28th to the August 1st and in Oshawa at St. John the Baptist Church 31 Bloor Street East from August 18th to the 22nd. The second annual Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial Golf Tournament is happening on September the 6th. It's a 7.45 a.m. shotgun start. It's all happening at Royal Woodbine Golf Course. $150 per golfer and it includes golf, a cart and an amazing lunch. Checks can be made payable to the Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial Trust. And you can get in touch with Paddy Dunn who's organizing all of this. Paddy wanted us to let you know that last year they raised $3,500 
and it was given to the Canadian Food for Children as per Madeleine O'Loughlin's request. So they all look forward to people coming back out and Paddy tells me the long-term forecast is completely awesome, he says. So get yourself out on the golf course and book that trip. And of course, this is the weekend to get yourself on that bus. Michael Quigley and our pal Jackie Ferns want to hear from you. Get yourself on the bus and go out and see Gross Eel. It's a great weekend, that first weekend of uh, first weekend in September. A luxury coach bus going down there to Quebec. But you need to get your deposit in by July the 1st. So contact the lads. All the details, again, are on our website, Irish Saturday. No, it's not. It's SaturdayIrishRadio.com. What's going on at this mic end here, Mark, today? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's it for the Guinness Community Calendar events. Check it out. Mind Irish. yourself. Well, we'll get a little bit of a, a tune here before we come back and then right. go out. And um, we had uh, our boy on from Kerry. And this is a song called, a little bit of a Gaelga, Ask Gaelga, on Puck Erbulia. The oh, mad Billy Goat. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a fella called Sean O'Shea and Kjol Tori Cullen and on Puck or Bulla. Roll. Ermogwaldom Shir Kondra Divora Pikem Goats Medal Mithil Kekasviram Megomar Toy Akhokan Kronis Erbulla. Some man. I don't know where you pull these things. He was singing that in the studio here, folks. We were going to put the mics on, but uh, that wouldn't be fair. He caught us. He caught us. That's a great old track. (laughs) (laughs) You don't really mean that, but anyway, (laughs) it's nice to have a nice bit of Gaelic gale. It's lovely. I love it. Isn't that what we're all about? It is indeed. Yeah. It's not. It's not Keologus crap. It's (laughs) Keologus crack, right? Anyway, oh, gosh, we'll yeah. go out with uh, one more song, but I, I just wanted to um, wish my best as well to uh, Gabriel Hurl. He got married yesterday. Gabriel's from Tyrone. He got married to a lady. Another good man gone, is it? Another one gone, yeah. Oh, my Lord almighty. I put some tasteless things on his Facebook page yesterday. Oh. Yeah. Ah, sure, that's the stuff. That you, that's what you do? That's what you do, That's yeah. what the kids are doing these days? Absolutely, yeah. No, no, the pressure will be on to, to start producing baby hurls, I can guarantee you. Baby hurls. You don't the ash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So are we good to go here? Any more so. stuff? Uh, oh, we never did hear from the ambassador. So sorry, folks. We but didn't. he has big news in terms of driving licenses. So maybe we'll get him on for next week. We will, yeah. Charlie Foster bumped him off the show today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not true. We'll have him on again for sure. Wonderful. Okay. Here's Slam. Spirit of the West. I need home for a rest. Oh, Mary Mac. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, hey, it's Mary what Mac. What are you doing today? Sorry, lads. Mary Mac for Gabriel Hurl. See you, lads. Mary Mac's mother's naked, Mary Mac, Mary Mac, 
Cause look at me, very, very back. A fine, very, very much. You'll take care of me. I'm a lovely, making very, very, very back. I didn't even need a little day. Very much, mother's making very much. Very, my mother's making me, very, very back. A fine, very, very much. You'll take care of me. I'm a lovely, making very, very, very back. I didn't even need a little day. Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430 CHKT, Fairchild Radio.